0: Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Stay at Homer, the podcast by two British men on coronavirus lockdown for the last 10, 11 weeks, mm. but now starting to come out of coronavirus lockdown. So I don't know what we're going to do, but we'll keep going. <laughs> um, we, we, anyway, we're we reviewing and rewatching every episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. And we'll keep doing that uh, until, I don't know, until we die or something. Until it ends. Yeah. Until it ends, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that, it ends or, or our lives end, <laughs> whichever comes first. Um, my, I'm Andrew Lowe. I'm Tim Tucker. So today we've got to season three, episode six, mm. which is called Like Father, Like Clown. Yeah. Um, so as I said, Tim, we're, we've been on coronavirus lockdown and yesterday in the UK, I mean, this, this is just not going away obviously globally, but we're in the UK so we can only give you our perspective mm. from our... You know, from our day to day day to day misery of our lives here. Yeah. Um it's this today it was, you know, we've sort of we're coming out of lockdown. And July the fourth is the day when everything's gonna open again. Well yeah. most things. Like hair you can get a haircut, you can like cinemas, yeah, kind of pubs. Thing. Yeah. Um yeah. So our 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 noble leader Boris Johnson said we're coming out of hibernation, basically, which is a nice buzz phrase. Yeah. Um and it's sort of feeling that way, isn't it? But yeah. I have to say, the natural, the natural pessimist in me, mm.
1: yeah, <laughs> just isn't convinced. It's um, crawled yeah. to the surface, is it? Yeah, <laughs> the pessimist. I thing. would love
0: to say, I'm, oh yeah, thank goodness for that. You know, mm. it's all over. I just don't. I'm just not having it, Tim.
1: Well, I've I've got similar reservations. I'm a tennis fan, and did you, I don't know if you saw what happened with Djokovic. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, went. Yeah. He decided Tell. to organise a, um, a showcase match. With top yeah. professionals and and totally disregarded any any kind of COVID restrictions. Yeah, you see the players yeah. hugging each other, um, you wow. see crowds of kids around them while they uh, present. Um, mm. anyway, four of them have ended up with COVID. Um, one of whom has a pregnant wife. Um, it looks like a terrible backfire and uh, a sort of dire warning of what might happen if you dive in too soon uh, and too confidently. To a world without COVID, if you know what I mean. So,
0: yeah, we've said this before that it's not, it's not, it doesn't get bored. It doesn't. No. It's a virus. It's just an organism. It's a biological. Organism. It doesn't get bored. Yeah. It doesn't it? Doesn't go. Oh well, I haven't had a haircut
1: for eleven weeks. It doesn't think uh, I've given them enough pain. I'll I'll lay off for a bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, you know, it's a it's a health emergency. It's a global health emergency, and yeah. just because. It's been quite a long time now. It's been going on for ages. Mm. Doesn't mean uh, I thought yesterday was interesting in the UK. We'll get off this in a minute, but mm. the way that the, the, the government was sort of going, hooray for everything, like we go to the pub again, yeah. Um, and but the medical advisors were sort of they looked a little bit like they had guns guns to their backs, yeah. Yeah, and they were sort of going. Yeah, hooray! <laughs> <laughs> what? What he said?
1: Simpsons, actually. Very yeah. Simpsons, but there's some.
0: It's built up like where they kidnap. Remember the one where this to the where they kidnap, Smithers kidnaps Tom Jones to perform to perform. Yes. <laughs> the worried look on Mister Yeah, and he performs, <laughs> and he's got like an ankle chain on, on stage, and he leans down to Marsh and goes, "Get help, love." <laughs>
1: Interpol, anything. Yeah, yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> and that's that's what the medical advisors felt like to me yesterday. Like Boris Johnson was going, hey, we can go and, you know, have pasta out in a restaurant again. And yeah. the medical advisor was going, yes, we can. And in their eyes, it was going, this is a bad idea. In their eyes, <laughs> it was saying,
1: get help, love, get help. Yeah, yeah. get help, love.
0: <laughs> Call Interpol, anyway, anything. <laughs> but... Yeah. I don't know. I think we just have to note, sound that note of caution at the very, very least. Yeah. Of course, it's been a terrible, terrible time, and but you know, if we can get back to some sort of standard, normal life again, uh, yeah, with with taking taking precautions, great. Yeah, I yeah. hope that does happen. But um, as I say, the Djokovic factor mm. sort of um, does make does worry me that people are going to think like
1: him and just go, "Well,
0: hey, it's fine,"
1: you know. Yeah, there's video of him like topless in a club crowded with people celebrating their win. Um which is incredibly um yeah, just just wrong headed. Mm. Uh to to think that we could dive in back that soon. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Hope we're proved wrong, Andy, I guess.
0: Right, the Simpsons then. Um.
1: <laughs> On that note <laughs> we're gonna talk about clowns in a fictional cartoon universe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um which is far more important for us today. Yeah, this is um yes. This is a Krusty episode, isn't it? Like Father Like Clown, written by the duo of Jay Cogan and Wallace Wolodarski. Yep. Um, Opens with that lovely clown face of Krusty's and his great chuckle, throwing axes at Sideshow Mel. That's a health and safety concern, isn't it? Yeah. He doesn't seem to have any concerns for the safety of any of his staff, to be honest. No. Um, But there's that great trope of um, Krusty's where the minute the camera shuts Mm. down, he, he sort of goes from his bubbling laughing persona into sort of depressed <laughs> anxious uh, character doesn't he his, his face droops immediately uh the lights off i've basically. always been fascinated by that though with
0: people because when my kids were little there was an entertainer um who sort of did the rounds you know and you'd often go to other their little friends parties and he would just be hired this <laughs> this same guy um would yeah. do their parties and <laughs> do the entertainment you know balloon folding and I don't know, little games. And he would, the parents yeah. would sit back and he'd run the show. Um, and he was very good, mm. you know. Um, and like called Mr. Magic or some rubbish name. But he would do, he would just yeah. take, take over and he'd be absolutely brilliant with the kids. And I often thought, I wonder what he's like um, <laughs> when, when he sort of goes home, where he just sort of pours himself a whiskey. It's like, oh. yeah. And was like, ah, you know, like Krusty-esque, another day with those kids. <laughs> or is he actually yeah. sort of 80% kind of like that actually in real life um
1: as you say yeah. the joke across to you yeah. is that
0: he is um quite quite misanthropic
1: in reality yeah and he, he sort of goes off chewing nicotine gum he's obviously given up smoking yeah <laughs> but this is the point of this episode isn't it really to show us the you know the backstory yeah um he starts cancelling meetings he's obviously a bit depressed today um uh, and his is a wonderfully named assistant miss penny candy obviously uh yeah based money penny from Bond I imagine. Yeah, I've got I've got I've got a, I've got a bit of a thing for Miss Patty
0: Dandy I've got to confess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quite fancy.
1: I I'm looking at her right now, funnily enough. Uh, I'm I'm replaying the episode while we're watching. Yeah, she has got something else. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, move on. Uh, yeah, she's she's definitely in the gallery of um yeah. uh, greats from the from The Simpsons. But she she um she says, Oh, what about Bart Bart Simpsons? You're meeting him for dinner, joining him for dinner and uh we have a nice little flashback to the moment where Bart saved Krusty, got him out of prison from season one. Yeah, we don't often do flashbacks in The Simpsons.
0: They stop doing them, don't they? After a while, they, they we can tell we're quite early on here, and they, they just sort of in, this, in the show it's yeah. history, and they're just showing you a little bit of context, mm. aren't they? They sort of it's almost like a, if you missed it, sort of bit of context. Yeah. And I think to me that's a little bit. Tell not show, right? yeah. and you can tell. You see, see that the show is also is starting to kind of gain in confidence, but it's still yeah. not quite confident enough to um, just let it assume the, let the mm. viewer assume the knowledge.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, but he, he, the minute he um, he's reminded, he goes, oh yeah, and then he says cancel it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a lovely so... Um, payoff. To <laughs> um, so, Miss. Uh, Penny Candy has to to ring up Bar. By the way, behind her there's a picture of Krusty with the Beatles and Krusty with Hitchcock, yeah. which is quite fun. Um, he's clearly he's clearly a superstar. They've set him up as the sort of Simpsons world superstar, isn't he? Yeah. Anyway, so a uh, bit of a bit of a disappointment. Instead, he goes on a sex chat line, which is a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's just little man, of course. are yeah. Under any women <laughs> here,
0: <laughs> which is a bit of a, a throwback <laughs> to that time, isn't it? The sort of sex phone lines. Sort of pre-internet, yeah.
1: The, that's,
0: that's all you had, yeah. Apparently, yeah. So, sort of, uh, yeah. yeah, they're just people. There's, I like, I like the apos there as well. That's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, with the cocktail. But yeah. he says something like, "This is not uh, the um, hot sex. This is not as hot a sex party as I imagined. <laughs> I anticipated <laughs> just loads of men. going there any women here? Yeah, <laughs> just waiting." Yeah. Of course, um, now with the internet, there's just loads of men pretending to be women. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what's changed. how uh, time's <laughs> changed. So uh, Bart's obviously depressed because he's not going to get to meet Krusty yeah. again. I, I can't tell whether this was, is meant to be literally the follow-up of that episode because I, it's not really clear to me why, why Krusty was going to go to see Bart, presumably as, as part of his um, thank you for, for saving him from prison. Yeah, that's a bit dubious, isn't it? I, I yeah. don't see why he would be, able be fulfilling stuff like that. Yeah, I think but, it. I think it is meant to be a flashback, to, uh, a a link to that. But anyway, Miss uh, Penny Candy persuades him in the end, um, and he turns up uh, at the Simpsons household. Um, <laughs> I love. It's a brilliant bit when he turns up at the door, isn't there? Where you hear a, a sort of honking of a horn and a laugh, and nobody says, "Do you think that's him?" Great
0: Homer stupidity <laughs> moment. <laughs> Just evidently.
1: Who else would it be?
0: <laughs> but I do love his visit to the Simpsons. I do love his visit. That Millhouse comes over, clearly transparent, because he wants to hang out with Krusty. but then Crossy just outstays his welcome, doesn't he? And at the end, they're just looking through those photo albums, yeah. And he's clearly lonely and wants to have, stay there as long as possible. Yeah. And all the family are brilliantly just sitting around looking miserable, just waiting for him to go. That you, we've all yeah. been there. We've all <laughs> been at that point where we've had a guest who doesn't read the signs. That's right. There's that time for them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just trying to work out how you can actually just get yeah. rid of them. Yeah. And. and Diplomatically. I love it when he says, Have you got any other albums? And Hammer goes, No, you've seen everything. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to get rid of him. And Milhouse goes, I want to go home.
1: <laughs> he's in tears, isn't he? Yeah, by this point, Milhouse.
0: <laughs> so Krusty walks home in the rain after yeah. that and doesn't he? And he's all completely distraught and lonely. And um I really, really love when he goes into the shop uh and he gets <laughs> he buys a copy of Modern Jewish Father and Oh, the the other <laughs> highly um, specialist magazines that we see are brilliant. Yeah. Again, classic Simpsons meta stuff. There's yeah. Ballpoint Pen Digest, um, <laughs> which has a couple of lines that says "evaluating inks," which <laughs> is wonderful. There's, yeah. there's Cooking with Coconut Magazine, yeah. uh, which has tips on growing your own tree. There's and There's Faberge Egg, <laughs> over, which is about the most specialist <laughs> thing you could possibly imagine. The idea of a magazine devoted to Fabijan, <laughs> yeah. and also ballooning monthly, which I can almost imagine is a real magazine, but still, still sort of ridiculously specialist. Must be about eighty people who buy that, who would buy that every month.
1: We, we, um, you know, our secret previous life is in specialist magazines, yeah. isn't it? And so like we, we kind of have yeah. seen some of this, uh, not quite that specialised, but uh, pretty close. Yeah, the whole business
0: model, the publishing company we used to work for, started on yeah. becoming,
1: you know, being. Being very good at owning sort of little niches like like this. Yeah, yeah. Three three wheeled caravan monthly and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what we did skip is his flashback to his father, didn't we? In the yeah, when he was at the oh, dinner yeah. table at the Simpsons before that, mm. um, which is what sets up this episode. He he, he admits that he uh, he he's lost trust. He, well, his his father kind of disowned him, and we get that that full flashback mm. to his Jewish past. In fact, they didn't know he was Jewish up to this point, did they? That was a revelation. Yeah,
0: and I don't think it's been mentioned before, has it? No.
1: Homer says, a Jewish entertainer. Yeah, the very idea, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's um his father
0: was a very strict rabbi. Voiced by Jackie Mason, who's a famous, obviously, Jewish entertainer, who himself used to be an ordained rabbi, apparently.
1: Yeah, there's a quite an extended flashback about yeah. how Krusty, as a child, wanted to be a, an entertainer and a clown, but his father fo- forbade him to. But then... He's he seems to be doing some sort of gig at, for for rabbis <laughs> And the Catskills, isn't it? I'm sure the Catskills traditionally. Yeah, that's We brilliant. hear the
0: Catskills in Woody Allen films a lot. Yeah. This is a traditional Jewish holiday retreat, isn't it? And
1: and of course his father is in the crowd. Yeah. Um, loving it. Yeah. Uh, up to this point, by the way, but when um, when Krusty gets sprayed by some water, um, the clown makeup comes off and uh, it reveals that it's his son. So from from this moment on, Hyman Kristofsky, as he's known, um, says, "I have no son." Yeah. So, yeah, that, that sets up the episode for, for Bart and Lisa to go help find um, Krusty's father and reunite the two of them. And then he watches... I think there's Itchy and Scratchy. The cartoon is called
0: Field of Screams, where basically it's a kind of father-son theme. As you were saying, you always love it when Itchy Scratchy riffs on the theme of the episode. So there's Scratchy playing with his young son yeah. in a field. <laughs> his, uh, and then Itchy with his young son, drives a combine harvester around <laughs> Uh, blood splatters all on the screen <laughs> and then it then it cuts. It's just purely, you know, he just basically just murders them both in cold blood, and then they play. You see the two mice playing catch with Scratch, with Scratch's yeah. head, yeah, <laughs> and it's tr- obviously horrific, but it triggers it triggers um, a sort of father son. Uh, sadness, in, in Crossy as he
1: relates it to his own situation. Yeah, because he's he's secretly phoning up his father at this point and not not uh, yeah. you know just to hear his voice. He can't bring himself to say anything. Uh, but basically, Bart um, Bart organises a radio phone in. There's a late night radio show next, isn't there? Where, oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, that's where right. you see three Crusty's dads on it, and there's two other religious people, and yeah. um the caller there's a call. It's like a phone in show, and a brilliant. a great first question the caller. He says. Do you ever wonder like do you ever doubt yourself? Do you ever wonder if God actually does exist? And they all three (laughs) of them go, no. And (laughs) the caller goes, Great, good conversation there. (laughs) (laughs) It's not really much of a (laughs) which I think is a great it's a really good comment on the sort of certainty, which is a problem I think one of the problems I have with organised religion anyway, the sort of certainty around it. You've sort of that's it. This it's all down to God, there's no debate. Anything else? Um, yeah, I, I really struggle with that.
1: Which is a good yeah, comments, And then obviously there, there are a few digs at religion in this episode, aren't there? Because when when Bart and Lisa go to see Reverend Lovejoy, he gives them a gabbing with God" T-shirt, which yeah. <laughs> Bart's look of distress. Yeah. He's forced to take this T-shirt. That he's yeah. never going to wear. So again, we hear yeah. Krusty call in to speak to his dad, but he, again, he doesn't speak. So, so then, uh, then they go yeah. visit, don't they? They go and visit um, Hyman. Bart, Bart and Lisa go and talk to him, try and get him to talk to Krusty, but uh, he refuses, basically.
0: Yeah, um, I think slightly troubling here is Bart dressing up as a sort of a Hasidic, yeah. Hasidic Jew. And it's just a t- tiny bit troubling for me, that. Yeah, that I agree. He's, yeah. he's sort of culturally appropriating the look uh, of Hasidic, Hasidic Jews in, in order mm. to you know, assimilate and, and talk to Krusty's dad and try and get him to re- reconcile with Krusty. He's it got the
1: beard, he's yeah. got the, the hat. The hat. Yeah. It's, it's just sort of, I um, don't know, just know. a little bit... I'm half expecting this episode to get pulled any minute. It hasn't aged well, <laughs> has it? It hasn't really aged well.
0: I mean, maybe it's just the current hypersensitivity
1: to yeah. preparation. The whole episode walks a bit of a line, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but, yeah, I think um, it but if you But f- it feels like, I, I don't know, maybe with Jackie Mason involved and, and that, it, it kind of feels like it's got... Some sort of stamp of approval. Um, well,
0: I mean, interestingly, it might be a bit of a tangent, but it's based on the jazz singer, isn't it? Which is a film, late twenties film, uh, right? Featuring a performer, Al Jolson, who performs, famously performed in blackface, didn't he? And, yeah, yeah. Um, which obviously is is out of the question today. But <laughs> yes, it's um, it, and the the whole the whole idea is that he's from uh, I think he's from a Jewish family, isn't he? And he's he has a yeah. father who doesn't want him to be in that world and he sort of has a, a stage name and you know sort of moves away from his Jewish roots and so it's right. definitely sort of based on that film this episode um,
1: yeah
0: so it's, it's sort of playing with the idea of um, you know that mm. that kind of um, tension between family commitment and yeah. you
1: know individual uh, ambition so yeah.
0: it sort of works but it's just the sort of appropriation and dressing up and
1: I know, yeah. and like you say, I mean, it's it's definitely not anti-Semitic. There's no no doubt about that. You know, no one would accuse this episode of being anti-Semitic, but it's um it's just as you say, the sensitivity at the moment towards white people dressing up in different cultures. It's not particularly yeah. plays well. Yeah. Um, I mean, through all of these um, trials and tribulations, eventually, Bart yeah. Bart hooks onto a fairly weak idea, really, of calling up and saying he saw Saul Bellow, <laughs> the yeah. famous Jewish novelist. Uh, and also calling Krusty to talk, uh, say he's Pre- President Mitterrand, yeah. Which oh, it's, it's a bit of a laugh, I guess, but um, just to make sure they get together, to make sure they yeah. they appear and they arrive at the same
0: place, yeah. Um, um, yeah just to, to sort of match make,
1: and that that doesn't quite pay off either. Um, hmm. So I I found out my attention was really sagging at this part of the episode, but eventually um, <laughs> there is a funny part where where they're at, they seem to be at a circumcision. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. which is a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but eventually... Let's not,
0: not go into the, the ethics behind circumcision. Well, exactly, been here yeah. for
1: quite a while. <laughs> and, and that is part, like you said, there, there are issues with this episode, um, yeah. potentially because there are a lot of the sort of Jewish stereotypes trotted out, aren't there? Um, yeah. But anyway, he eventually convinces him with a, with a quote from Sammy Davis Jr., um, again i found that a little bit weak so all of these efforts don't work until he he happens to hit on the right quote and then tells yeah. him well that's sammy davis jr he's an entertainer he's jewish um and and suddenly Hyman is forced to reevaluate everything and he reunites instantly with his with his long lost son Krusty. um yeah don't know. It didn't didn't quite hit true to me that did you in the in this logic of this universe that even it didn't quite work no
0: i i, I sort of I mean this episode is okay for me. It's not a, Yeah. it's nowhere near go a, a you know a classic but no. uh, it sort of has its moments. Oh yeah. And um and the, as I say, it's really about the idea of that um you know, what your kind of family hopes hopes that you will just continue a family tradition and, Yeah. You know, it's only used uh but you you want to go your own way. The one thing that this episode does it's all about the confidence of the show, I think. It's about the show reaching for something uh, like an underlying sort of moral yeah. tone and realizing that mm. um, it can flesh out the characters, give them a bit of backstory um, and it's done that with Homer and Marge.: yeah, that's true really su- successfully, mm. and um you know we've seen bits and pieces of backstory. We've seen a little bit of Seymour Skinner's backstory, which we see what, in a few later seasons, which is wonderful. And, Mm. so uh, so it does it does that really well, and I think the, the positive of this episode is it's starting to get the confidence to do that I oh, agree yeah um, yeah and um and you you couldn't accuse it, you couldn't accuse it of um you know it's make me care is
1: yeah, yeah,
0: we keep coming back to this, and what it's trying to do is to give across to your heart isn't it when it usually yeah it just has has a lot of fun playing up to his greed and sort of misanthropy. That's very um, true, yeah. but it's trying it's just trying to show you a part of why he is the way he is mm. which which is fine
1: yeah. you know it, it doesn't really thrill me but um i admire it i admire it for trying to do that i think that, yeah that's well said i think it's um it's you know it's great to look further into this character and they do this a few times with different characters they go in depth in an episode um it it ends very positively obviously so uh, they're reunited on on tv yeah and then we get a sing along <laughs> with the with the band, which I don't think we spotted before, called Crusty and the Crumbs, <laughs> uh, with a K. Yeah, uh, it's my Oh <laughs> My Papa, like. which is a traditional yeah. 50s sort of Jewish. Yeah, yeah.
0: Again, I think I mean I'm I'm just on dodgy territory myself, really. I'm not really, I'm not an expert mm. <laughs> on Judaism, but no. No. but so there's a, there's a lot lot about this episode that kind of goes over my head a bit.
1: Yeah. Me but, too. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's nice it's, to see. Nice to see Krusty um as as a centerpiece of an episode again. Yeah. Um, so But well, give
0: me Krusty gets busted.
1: Yeah. You know any yeah, day. Yeah, that's definitely a, a a better Krusty. It's
0: interesting philosophically, though, isn't it, Tim? This episode. <laughs> well, yes. Because, <laughs> it's sort of um it riffs on the. The dichotomy between performative self and authentic self, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you
1: think? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, a lot of the um, the best Simpsons has more than one level, as we know, and uh, yeah, there's definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of um, deeper thought gone into it. And as we said, there's certainly, uh, I wouldn't say a swipe at religion, but there's commentary on religion in it as well, not just Jewish religion, yeah. but all re- all organised religion. And that's something The Simpsons sustains well, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, it ends with a pie in the face, this one, which is quite a nice ending, I think. Want to give it a score, Andy? Six and a half out of ten, this one, Mm. for me.
0: I'm sort of not... Yeah. Nowhere near in love with it. I could definitely do without it. I don't really need to see it again. Mm. Um, You know, if you told me this episode had been accidentally deleted and we could never see it again, it wouldn't kill me.
1: It's all right. I've got, I'm, have got. i at for once, going slightly lower and going for a six. Um yeah. and, and that's based purely on... I think it's got some great qualities, but it just bored me. <laughs> yeah. And um, that's, like, obviously the greatest sin for entertainment, but especially The Simpsons, which never bores you. You know, even, even at its worst, it, it hardly ever bores you. But this one just did in, in the middle when, it, when they were trying to get Krusty on board with his dad. Yeah. And then when they finally did it with a really loose sort of thread... You know, some of these episodes we've had, haven't we, where the, the ending is just sort of tacked yeah. on. Um, instead of building to it, um, logically, they just sort of tack on, oh, we've got to resolve yeah. this now. And I think they had enough time in that episode to make that a stronger ending. So, yeah, six for me. I like
0: it when, um, t- when when Bart and Lisa get together on something. Uh, there's a bit of a, a mission that they, they both work together. That happened really well in Crossy Gets Busted to get him off that yes. charge of... Mm. of And robbery, and um, and here they do the same. Whether it's Lisa studying, doing all the studying, she's the brains, and then Bart is the performer. Uh, That that's okay. That that sort of works well in this episode. But still, I think it's just all the the Jewish stuff that um, Mm. you know. I I find it really hard to to love that. Yeah, I
1: I agree. Yeah, there it is. Not one of our highest scoring episodes by a long shot. What what next then, Andy? Any more to say before we recommend that people stay safe and alert, even though everything around us is dissolving back into the real world? Um,
0: I think I think it's morally right of us, Tim, not to now stay, say to everyone, carry on, do what you were doing before. Yeah. We, we don't don't listen to the government. <laughs> yeah. This is getting quite subversive, this podcast. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah, it's I- this, uh, seditious. Don't listen to the government. It's too early to just go... Hey, let's go and uh, Yeah. Go and get a, a wet shave. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, just listen to us instead. Be cautious. Mm. Just carry on being cautious. What would you do if you had to give a government briefing in the UK now? What would your message be? We've had to stay we have we've had to stay um stay at home, yeah. Control the virus, save lives, would stay alert. Yeah. Um uh, I would probably go with stay
1: cautious. Stay cautious, I like that,
0: yeah. Yeah. will yeah. with stay cautious.
1: Um, I'd be worried that some virus. people might not know what that means. <laughs> that that, yeah. that hasn't held the government back in the past. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> the reason I say stay cautious is that that's what we've been doing. And um, so let's keep doing it, that's all I'm saying, rather than yeah, ass- assume it's all over, which is what worrying these really things to be happening.
1: I've got a way, I, I reckon if you said stay vigilant... It would be the same, yeah. but it would slightly raise it because people go vigilant. That sounds a bit scary. So, um, yeah. I might go with stay vigilant and see if that lifts lifts people a bit.
0: I think what I would do is I would get Kent Brockman in, yeah, to give him a more alarmist sort of extrapolation of what might happen if we don't carry on. Yeah. So, yeah. and something like Frink saying, "It's possible that the coronavirus might might mutate into some sort of uh, sentient creature that will go around tearing <laughs> people's throats
1: out." And, yeah, and have like an artist's impression of that creature <laughs> of the corona beast. Yes, <laughs> it's not beyond it's not beyond probability that people will start turning into zombies. That's what we want to hear. Yeah. now, um, So when, when infected, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, uh, we're rambling, Tim. I think <laughs>
0: to be to be honest, to be frank, <laughs> we, just, we need to, we need to go and get people, let people get on with our lives.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's let's leave him with stay cautious, <laughs> stay vigilant, and. Um, Yeah, well, uh, you know, stay happy and we'll see you next time.
0: Yes, we'll see you next time.